Window World is proud to present Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Simply the best for less at windowskansascity.com. We begin with the best thing I've seen this week, and I would love to be able to play it for you right here at KKHI, but it would not do any justice to what it is. It is a one-minute promo of Travis Kelsey for Saturday Night Live, which is Saturday night at 10.30 Kansas City time on NBC. Kelsey Ballerini is the musical guest, and Travis Kelsey is part of a filmed promo that has hit the internet. It doesn't really run on TV. They'll have really shorter ones that run on TV that you may see over the next couple of days, but this is a basically a viral and internet commercial that they put out there and they want it to go viral and people to see it all over the place and share it. And they are, and it is absolutely spectacular. It is the best thing I've seen. You, you had to wonder is Travis Kelsey up for Saturday night live? Can he act? Whatever the first glimpse of any of this. And he is spectacular as Indiana Jones. Yes. As Indiana Jones. And the promo is great because it's filmed, not videotaped. And there's a, a little actor, a smaller man, an actor with him in the scene. And it's the famous scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where Indiana Jones goes in and at the very opening scene takes the the medallion or the, the, the piece, the collectible piece off the top and replaces it with the bag of sand. And then the giant boulder comes rolling down on him and he has to escape and get out of there. The very opening scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark is replicated by Travis Kelsey, who walks up as Indiana Jones, and he, he looks just fantastic as Indiana Jones. And on top of the pedestal is an outcarving. It says SNL for Saturday Night Live, and he is to take the SNL off there, and then he replaces it with the Lombardi Trophy. And it's just spectacular. you got to Google it and go see it. I can't play it for you because most of it is not words, it's music. It's 60 seconds long, and it's just music, and he's there, and you see his eyes, and this is no place for me to play anything like that for you. But I wanted to start on a happy note. I was going to save that for the sports portion of the podcast today, but it's even okay with me if you hit the pause button right now and then go watch it and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. It's okay. You have my permission to stop whatever you're doing and go check out Travis Kelsey as Indiana Jones because it is Without a doubt, the best thing I've seen this week. And the hard part is, it may be the best thing to come out of his Saturday Night Live appearance. Who knows? Who knows what kind of wacky sketches they'll get him in. And then that's live, and that's nerves, and there's no second take. And there's no editing. That's a whole different beast than this 60-second promo, but uh, you're going to love it. Travis Kelsey never looked better. I mean, he, he as Indiana Jones, that is one striking, handsome, athletic-looking man, and he looks like he could play Indiana Jones. Really cool stuff. Go check it out. All right, on to the serious. Uh, we're going to get to college basketball. Kansas has won the Big 12 outright as Texas lost on Wednesday night. K-State and Missouri won. We'll do all that, and we have much more coming up in sports later. But something spectacular happened, and as much as it sounded like I just had a man crush on Travis Kelsey, my true man crush is for Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. I just can't believe how on his game this senator is. And it must drive liberals in Missouri absolutely crazy. I think he's going to become one of the most targeted people by the left in this country because he is so meticulous in everything that he does. He is so spot on every time he dives into an issue. He's an attorney, obviously, so he knows the law. But he is always prepared. Josh Hawley is just spectacular. And he was part of the Senate hearing um, interrogation, basically, grilling of Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, over many different topics, not the least of which was fentanyl coming across the border, what we are doing at the border, but many other things came up, and each senator gets their shot, 
at the Attorney General. And this is, this is spectacular, and I will play this for you because this works perfectly on the podcast for you to hear the passion in Josh Hawley's voice. Let me set up the story before I play this for you. In a couple of years ago, in Pennsylvania, a man was uh, taking part in a pro-life demonstration near a Planned Parenthood facility. Mark Houck was there, and allegedly he pushed another man, and the man scraped his right arm. So he either fell to the ground or brushed up against something and scraped his right arm at this kerfuffle that was taking place. A pro-life demonstration outside a Planned Parenthood. Well, nothing happened at the time. The police didn't charge Mark Houck. There was no arrest made at the scene. This was considered to be like a nonviolent thing. There was an incident report that was taken, and a man later complained that, look, I've got this scrape on my arm because this dude pushed me to the ground as they were arguing about abortion. So nothing really happened until like months later, months and months and months later, the FBI raids Mark Houck's home with his family there. He's got a big family, lots of kids in his house. They send between 20 and 30 FBI agents with long guns and assault rifles crashing through the door to go get Mark Houck out of his house and arrest him. The FBI, this is the raid. This is, this is just like you see in the movies, busting the door down the whole deal. A devoutly Catholic man with a large family who spends his time on the side standing on street corners near abortion clinics with pro-life signs trying to save the lives of fetuses and babies is attacked basically by the FBI. He was indicted and charged. There's been several high-profile indictments by the FBI against Catholics and against pro-life demonstrators. This was the most high profile of all of them. He was indicted. And within one hour after this thing proceeded and the FBI was pursuing, you know, the FBI used to have a 99.9% conviction rate. They're not doing so well these days because they're politically motivated with their arrests and things they're doing. So this man in one hour in a Pennsylvania court, in one hour, is acquitted and the charges are thrown out. There's nothing here. There is absolutely nothing here. And this man was subjected and his family to an unbelievable raid by the FBI of 20 to 30 agents coming into their home and hauling him out in front of his children. This is completely and utterly unacceptable. Josh Hawley, not just wanting to grill Merrick Garland on you shouldn't be doing this to people, finds the real hook to the story. And the real hook for any great lawyer or any podcast host or whatever, is to find the thing that really grabs the headline. The left does not want you to see this story. Josh Hawley turned this into Joe Biden, the Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the Attorney General, the FBI, everyone involved are anti-Catholic. And he gave all kinds of cases and read all these things and said, okay, here's all this stuff that happened with all these Catholics that have been targeted by Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States. And so here's Merrick Garland in front of the Senate, and Josh Hawley has his five minutes, and here's about a two-minute clip of what happened. Josh Hawley owned the Attorney General. Listen to this Attorney General in the beginning stammer around. He's nervous. He's nervous at the beginning that, oh, crap. Now it's Josh Hawley. I got Josh. This is going to suck. This ain't Ted Cruz. This isn't one of these other guys. Okay, This is Josh Hawley. This is going to be bad, and it was really bad for Merrick Garland. 
Attorney General Garland, let, let me just ask you, does your department have a problem with anti-Catholic bias? Uh, our department um, is, uh, 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 protects all religions um, and all ideologies. It does not have uh, any uh, bias against any religion of any kind. Well, you could have surprised me, because given the resources that you are expending and the apparently intelligence assets that you are deploying against Catholics, it appears, and other people of faith, while simultaneously turning a blind eye while people are executed gang-style on the streets of our cities, including in my home state, I, your answer, frankly, surprises me. I'm, I'm saying what I just said. Which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States? You are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. Yeah. So give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people? Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So you think it was reasonable? I'm saying the facts are not as you describe. What, that the children weren't there? That there, wasn't, that there weren't long guns there? That there weren't agents? What, wasn't, what, what do you dispute? What's the factual premise you dispute? FBI Be specific. FBI said they don't agree with your description of... Be um, specific. They don't agree with what? Of, of how many agents, of the agents who were there, and of what their roles were. They don't agree. Philadelphia District Attorney declines to prosecute. The private suit's dismissed. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. We're supposed to hate long, long guns and assault-style weapons. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children. Happy to. And then you haul them into court, and a jury acquits him in one hour. I just suggest to you that that is a disgraceful performance by your Justice Department and a disgraceful use of resources. Simply spectacular performance and work by Josh Hawley. And I do have an absolute conservative crush on this man and the work that he's doing. He is just sensational. The left will not report this story. You're not seeing this on CNN, MSNBC, or the, the regular outlets. You're not seeing it there. You're not seeing it in the New York Times. You're not seeing this story anywhere, even though, because those people quietly hate Catholics. They hate religion, basically. It's amazing. Does that mean they hate Joe Biden because he's Catholic or Nancy Pelosi because she's Catholic? They don't seem to hate those people that like to go get votes in their district or wherever and say, I'm Catholic Joe from Scranton. They don't, they don't hammer on them. That's okay. You're a Democrat that's Catholic. That's okay. What they know is an overwhelming majority of Catholics vote for Republicans and are pro-life. And this, of course, is their target to attack people. So you won't see this reported in other places, but it doesn't matter. Josh Hawley is so good at doing this that it just goes viral and on fire all over the interwebs. Social media, internet, it's everywhere. And Josh Hawley was, I just, I, I don't even know how to put it in words, how great he is at his job and how proud I am. I'm not a Missourian. I don't vote. I don't get a chance to vote for Josh Hawley. I've, I've owned businesses and properties and paid plenty of taxes in Missouri, but I would, I would be thrilled to run to the poll and vote for Josh Hawley any chance I could. For his part, Merrick Garland said, uh, subsequent to this with Josh Hawley, that he doesn't know how many FBI sources are embedded in the Catholic Church. Hawley busts out that the FBI has people embedded in churches, like posing and faking to be other things. This is just remarkable to me. Listen, I guess I could probably deal with it 
if the FBI was embedding in the Catholic Church or investigating the Catholic Church, or is the is the priesthood fraudulent? Are there too many priests doing nefarious things? We're investigating this report of this priest or this archdiocese. I can I could probably live with all that. I want to protect citizens. I want to protect children. I understand that's been a problem with the Catholic Church. But targeting regular citizens for holding signs outside Planned Parenthood and saying, and Merrick Garland said it yesterday in this in his testimony, he said, listen, these are federal, Planned Parenthood is considered a federal agency now. And so the FBI will protect it. The Planned Parenthood is funded by the federal government, so it falls under federal protection laws, and they will just be more than happy to go do whatever it is that they want to do as the Department of Justice or the FBI or Merrick Garland as the Attorney General to order this to happen, to protect Planned Parenthood because they now see that as a government agency. He said what he said the hard part out loud. They basically see Planned Parenthood as a government agency. They also see public broadcasting, PBS and NPR, as a government agency. I don't know how we got to this place in this country. I'll never understand the broadcasting component. Everybody else out there, including yours truly, is a, a broadcaster of sort, of some sort, in the real world, private business, trying to make a living doing it. It's not easy. It's not easy to be good at this. It's not easy to make money doing this. 99% of the people that try in this business fail. Oh, but not public broadcasting. They can't fail. The government supports them. I read PBS is laying off 30% of its workforce because it's failing so miserably. Well, what do you figure is going to happen? The government's just going to give them more money. They're just going to give them more money. You know they will. They'll save those jobs. Those are liberal jobs. They'll save those jobs at PBS. Merrick Garland said it out loud. We don't know how many FBI sources or agents are embedded in the Catholic Church. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what America is today. The FBI is embedded in the Catholic Church. God bless Josh Hawley for the work that he does. I mean, I, I just, I love the guy. I got a complete man crush on him. God bless him. KKHI is brought to you by Cross Kitchens KC, Kansas City's remodeler. There's really nobody else to call, but they welcome and would be honored if you took two bids. That's fine too. They're, they'll put their work, their 3D design of your project, their approach to the way they're going to do things, and their, their outstanding success at doing most jobs in two weeks or less, they'll put that up against anybody in the city. CrossKitchensKC.com. Family owned and operated in Belton, Missouri. They'll work anywhere within uh, you know spitting distance of the metro area. They'll go into rural areas as well. More than happy to come remodel your kitchen, even if it's a small job, new countertops, new flooring, or if you want to do a complete remodel or a man cave or a bathroom, crosskitchenskc.com, 816-898-7047. The Finch Knife Company makes the best pocket knives in the world. They are designed right here in Kansas City by friends of mine, people I know. And these guys are just so creative and great at what they do. They are very proud of the new Hatfield Collection. The Hatfield Collection is every knife has a backstory to American history in some way, or American lore in some way. Everything is an homage to America. And the Hatfield Collection is available right now at finchknifeco.com or visit Shields in Overland Park or the Bullet Hole in Mission. They've got them as well. Teague Tractor and Farm in Belton, sure. Finchknifeco.com is the easiest way. And if you don't live anywhere near Kansas City and you listen to the podcast, I, I want everybody to know that doesn't live here or that lives in the winter somewhere else or whatever. 
I know you're out there. I see that we have listeners in all 50 states now. I know this. I don't need, and I know that most of you in other states listening have some sort of tie to Kansas City, which is why you listen here. I love that. And some of you aren't. Some of you are in this for the politics and you listen and you don't know anything about Kansas City. Uh, it's a great place to live. It's a great place to know. It's a great place to visit and come see a football game. I could promise you that. But Finch Knife Company, no matter where you live, you can just go to their website and there's lists of dealers in your area where you can buy these or you can order them right online. Finchknifeco.com. Keep life from getting dull. My friends, Chris and the gang over at B-Stock, oh boy, they're doing the red tag auctions now at the KK list. Of course, bstock.net has the lowest priced televisions, computers, and accessories anywhere in America, not just the Kansas City area, anywhere in America. We're lucky to have this. It's a warehouse. It's an internet business. That's what bstock.net is. Almost all of their business is done online, and they ship things all over the country and all over the world. But if you live in the Kansas City area, you can go right to their warehouse and buy things for 30% less than Nebraska Furniture Mart or Best Buy. Now they're offering a red tag auction item every week at KK List. TheKKList.com. TheKKList.com. It lists all of our sponsors in one neat page for you to see and work with any conservative businesses that you would like to support. They're all right there in one place. Whether you're looking for an insurance agent or hot sauce, or I mean, there's all kinds of different things that you don't hear about on the podcast there. They're all there including now we've added red tag auction right at the top, and that's with bstock.net. This week, it's a Dell Latitude 5420. The current bid is like 185 bucks. There's a new item every week that is stealing this laptop for 185 bucks. You can go to the auction and make your bid. It runs all week. It will end on Sunday. bstock.net, 14680 South Flaming Road in Oleta. Okay, I've got uh, a story that, I haven't really talked about on the podcast that is near and dear to me as you know, we, we own property in Arizona for oh the better part of 15 years, maybe closer to 20. And we love uh, the desert and we'll be visiting there in a few weeks. My son lives there. We, we just love it. We love the golf courses. We, we love the area and we've always loved it. And we were always amazed that how many stories we would read and things that we would see on the news in Arizona about conserving water, but we would watch golf courses, water, everything, um, my shower pressure was incredible in the condo that we had and it just peel your skin. And it never seemed, it never seemed like there was any kind of a water problem in Phoenix, which obviously is the desert. And they've worked hard over the years, but the, you know, the population is growing so much in the desert Southwest and the, in the Southwestern part of America, a lot of people like to live in the West, the big open spaces. We love that as well. I don't like the Montana, Idaho, Wyoming part as much because it gets so freaking cold in the winter. I like the big open West where it's warm. I'll take the hot summer in Arizona for a really nice winter where I can play golf 365 days a year. So that's just my personal choice. But we've always heard these things about water and, and the Colorado River, and we've watched Lake Mead go way down to 1,040 feet. It's about 35% of its capacity, I guess, right now. And we've heard about Las Vegas being in a drought and California being in a drought, and they've had emergency funding and all these different things in all these places because it's so dry. And then in December of 21, which is not very long ago, that's 14, 13, 14 months ago, they had these massive storms. And so the winter of 21, 22 had mega snowpack and all this extra water and water levels came up pretty much everywhere. But then they pour through it in Lake Mead because to be honest, they're just using too much water. That's really what's changed. What they want you to believe is there's 
crazy drought, global warming, and if we just drive electric cars, all of this will be better in the American West. Well, this year, it's epic. And, and I just want to tell you what's happened in the last few days. This has been a massive rain and snow winter in the West. Vegas has had flooding. Phoenix has had flooding uh, in desert towns. The mountains have record snowpack. There's just been one storm after another. I made the comments a few weeks ago that I was headed to Pebble Beach to play golf. We were just hopeful to get on the course because they had record rains and flooding in the Pebble Beach area, and all of California has just been pounded. They just got eight more feet of snow in the mountains across California and toward the Rockies. Vegas and Los Angeles were under, uh, well, they received snow. Vegas and L.A. got snow on March 1st. There were six inches of rain in Beverly Hills. There were snow and blizzard warnings in drought-stricken global warming California in 16 counties. I want to repeat that again. 16 counties in California, they had blizzard warnings. These are areas that are drought-stricken and global warming crisis areas. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, waited a week to declare an emergency. They've got an emergency. They've got people trapped and they've got flooding all over the place in California and the American West. Why did Gavin Newsom wait a week? Why did he wait a week? Ron DeSantis declared state of emergency before the hurricane. Why would Gavin Newsom wait a week? Well, he waited a week because he doesn't want anyone to pay any attention to snow and rain and flooding and cold temperatures in California. This is the last thing they want. And they have it's been massive. They had a huge March 1 storm. They're in what is called a mega drought right now. But they also had a huge massive storms in December of 21. It has been a massive winter for rain and snow. They hate this. They want it to be dry. They want it to be hot. They don't want anyone to know that we have record snow. The sheer numbers are this. The Colorado River, which feeds Lake Mead and does so much for the desert southwest and areas, is 33% above right now. The snowpack above the Colorado River is 33% above its 30-year average. That's a 30-year average. That's not 33% above last year. It's not that much above last year because last year was massive amounts as well. It's 33% above its 30-year average, and it's growing. They don't measure the final snowpack for six more weeks. That typically comes about the middle of April because it's going to keep snowing all throughout March, and the snowpack above the Colorado River is going to climb. It has a chance to be double, double its 30-year average, which is massive amounts. So I went on and I started reading about, I went to Newsweek, and they call Lake Mead Dyer and snowpack in the Colorado River dire. Then I read a local TV story in Las Vegas because they've had so much rain and now this recent storm and the snowpack in the Colorado River. They found a local person in Las Vegas who said, quote, the sky is the limit, unquote, for the Colorado River and Lake Mead with all this rain. And he said, look, it's sad. The water level is going to come way up. The sad part is we're just going to use too much of it. We're going to go, okay, we got rain. We're not going to back off what we're doing. And all that's true. People do need to use less water in the desert southwest and in California and for power. The reservoirs in the state of California, this is the, the real dire problem, is in California, they won't let, they have so many environmental restrictions, they won't build more dams. California is really simple. You build a couple more dams and build a couple more reservoirs, your water problem is solved. That's really all you have to do. And at some point, we'll get desperate and they'll do that. When they're really desperate, they'll build a dam. They can't trap and keep the water. Most of the water in California goes out to sea. 
It goes down into storm drains, which don't get recaptured. Nothing gets recaptured in California. They do a terrible job of capturing what comes down. It just, whoop, out to sea it goes. Right now in California, their reservoirs, like Lake Shasta, biggest reservoir in, in California, its water level in October was 33%. Today, the water level is 62% and it's climbing. It has six more weeks to go. But of where it should be, of where it should be, Lake Shasta, this is mega drought, California, the largest reservoir in California where it should be on, and today is March 2nd, where it should be on, 80, on, on March 2nd, it is 84% of where it should be. And they expect it to be 100% of where it should be by the time mid-April rolls around. And we're talking about global warming and mega drought and federal funds and Green New Deal and battery cars and all this other stuff. And the American West is getting rain the last couple years, three years, like never before. It's getting pounded. And they can't explain it. And they don't want to hear about it. And they don't want to know about it. And I'm just a simpleton, folks. You know me. I'm, I'm a realist. I think I have uncommon common sense. And to me, this is how you get 30-year averages or 50-year averages. Why would we look at something in a 50-year average and say, look, here's the 50-year average. Where are we compared to the 50-year average? Okay, so the last couple of years, way up. What? They're crushing the 50-year average. But that's how you get averages. We had years that were way down. Now we have years that are way up. And when I see this from year to year, I don't make a big deal over it and say, oh my God, we're wrecking the earth here. It's, we're going to need Noah's Ark. We're all going to flood. The whole world is going to flood. Look what we've done to the climate. Now it's going to rain and snow so much that we can't survive. There'll be too much water. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in the 58 years that I've lived on this planet, I see extremes from day to day and year to year. And that's how you get averages over 50 years or 100 years. I just, these people are crazy that want to cherry pick five-year periods. This is the driest, hottest five-year period ever. Okay, what's the last two years in the Mountain West? The wettest ever or the wettest in how many years? I'm going to guess the last two years have been the wettest in 30 or 40 years, the coldest and the wettest in 30 or 40 years. On March 1st, we had a blizzard warning in Los Angeles County, California. We had snow in LA, six, six inches of rain in Beverly Hills, and we had rain and snow in Las Vegas on March 1. It's spring break. You're supposed to be at the pool in Vegas. Thump, thump, thump. The DJ's supposed to be out there playing it, man. Bringing it. It's March in Vegas. It's supposed to be 83. And they got snowflakes. Boy, they don't want you to know this, folks. They do not want you to know this. It does not fit into anything that they do. But you keep an eye on this. I, look, I, my issue here is... They, they twist too much water. You know, it used to be we would say things like, don't litter, don't use too much water. You know, just try. Just do your best to use as little. Just don't use as much. And I'm all about that. You know, I don't want to overwater my lawn in the summer. We don't have water problems in Kansas City. Our rivers fill up from everything from the north. We don't, we just don't get, we just don't really get drought here. Farmers have a more difficult problem in the Midwest. But as people living in this city, we really don't have a water problem. So I don't know what good I do if I try to conserve things like water, but I will be very careful about the way we use, you know, and part of it is I'm just, it'd be great if my power bill was $50 cheaper in the summer, if I run the air conditioner less or keep it warmer during the day or don't use it in a certain way during peak times. I'm all about that. Every little thing you can do to help is great. 
I'm all about my tools now are all ba battery tools. I love these ego power, these ego tools. They're great. I, I've got woods behind my house. I got an ego battery powered chainsaw. It's not a mega chainsaw. I don't do a lot of chainsawing. I got dead branches on trees. I want to get them down. And I go out there and I use this thing. And that's better than gas. I don't, but some of it's personal. It's easier to use. I don't breathe in the fumes. There's just a lot of good things about it. I'm all about this stuff. I am not all about saying, we're all going to die. We're wrecking the planet. Look what we're doing. But don't pay attention to all this rain and cold weather and snow. We don't want you to know about that. These people are frauds. These people are absolute frauds. See, it's all good news. It's just all good news. It's good news. They'll take all the snow and rain they can get out west, right? Be interesting to see. We'll report back in about six weeks. I'll let you know where the water levels are on all these things. We'll mostly look at Lake Shasta and Lake Mead. And well, Lake Mead, we won't know until July or August. It's all the snow melt comes down the Colorado River. But again, a local person in Vegas says, quote, the sky is the limit for the Colorado River this year. They ain't done, folks. There's six more weeks of snow coming. And March is forecast to be very wet in the American West. It's going to be wild. Hey, we're so happy to be affiliated with Roberts Robinson. You know that I got my Chevy Blazer at Roberts Robinson. I couldn't be happier with it. And these are just such great folks. You're going to have a lot in common with them. It feels good doing business, I think. This is me. Maybe you don't agree with this. For me, it feels good, good doing business with people that you know, local businesses, locally owned and operated, and not giant corporations. It's not that I don't do business with a giant corporation. I've got a cell phone. That's a giant corporation, and the service provider is a giant corporation. We all deal with giant corporations, and they can be very good. I'm not bad-mouthing all giant corporations. That's not my point. It just feels good when you're looking for a new Chevy Silverado or GMC Sierra or a Buick SUV, or maybe you'd like to order a sweet Corvette. You know, maybe you've lived your whole life, and you're finally ready to get that sweet Corvette you always wanted. And it feels really good to do business with people that are like you. That's Roberts Robinson. RobertsRobinson.com is the website, or you can call Tim Trader any day. He's the sales manager. He runs the place every single day. Just call and ask for Tim. 816-826-1563 and say, I'm ready. I'm ready to order up my new ride. They're making these babies a little quicker than they were. The backlog isn't what it was. Inventory's coming up as well. They can locate a car that's already built for you if you'd like them to do that. They can deliver it right to your home if you live two hours away from Kansas City. No big deal. They've delivered cars to people in Florida. People who have second homes in Florida or Arizona, they'll deliver the car to you there. Roberts Robinson will just make it happen for you. It's home of the lifetime warranty, and they have 0% on all Buick SUVs and most GMCs right now. They've also got some accessory allowance cash on Chevy trucks. RobertsRobinson.com. Fry Orthodontics, Dr. Jeremy Fry and his team at Fry Orthodontics are ready to give your teenager the smile for a lifetime. My niece is, has started treatment in Lee Summit at Fry Orthodontics. We are so pleased that they chose Fry Orthodontics. It's always great to hear. We know what's going to happen with her. She's going to have a perfect smile here in a not-so-distant future, a perfect smile for life that's going to give her confidence. She's a confident young lady the way it is. But there comes a point in time when she's a little older, if that smile isn't just right, you lack some confidence from that. It's a real thing, and it's tough during the teenage years. It's best to go ahead and do Invisalign or braces as they're younger so they have that sweet smile all the way through high school and build that confidence necessary to excel, to succeed. We love that about Fry Orthodontics. They also do great work with adults. If you've got, some, uh, if you've got a crooked grill, folks, and you've just ignored it for years, you might be amazed how little it costs and how easy the treatment is with Invisalign 
at Fry Orthodontics. 13 locations. You've got no excuse. There's one right around the corner. FryOrthodontics.com. And my buddy Ron Buck at Buck Roofing, 913-384-2680 for Buck Roofing. Online at rbuckroofing.com. 24-7 emergencies if you want to keep that number in your phone. Or if you just like to get the free roof inspection this spring, that's a great time to do it. We've had a, a long winter, you know, you know, it wasn't a harsh winter by any means, but it's good to get it checked out after you had some ice and snow and things on your roof. Ron Buck and his team will inspect your roof absolutely free. Call 913-384-2680. When you call Ron, ask him what he thinks of those Chiefs. Boy, oh boy, does he love the Chiefs. Buck's a fun dude, man. He loves concerts. He'll be going to concerts at Arrowhead. He loves music, he loves football, and he loves fixing your roof or building the perfect roof for you. Don't go anywhere else. Buck Roofing, 913-384-2680. You'll sleep well knowing Buck Roofing fixed the roof over your head. Kansas Jayhawks are the outright title holders in the Big 12. We called that one weeks ago. As they were, you could see early on in the seven-game winning streak that Kansas defense was getting better. And that really is the calling card. For Bill Self. And it was just getting better and better. And what I always watch for with Kansas is the last five minutes of the game defense. It's hard to play great defense for 40 minutes. When it matters most and Bill Self challenges his team to play defense in the last few minutes of the game, they're great. And yes, they've won some close games. And no, they're not a classic Kansas basketball team where they go out and kill people every night. But I'm not sure that's what college basketball is right now. And I think that's good for college basketball and it should be good for the tournament. I think there will be multiple teams in the tournament that can press KU to the final minute or two of play. The problem you have when you play 38 great minutes against Kansas is they're the best two-minute team I've ever seen in college basketball. <laughs> Bill Zelf just wins more games late than anybody I've ever seen. And the personnel changes every year, but he, he coaches the game better. It's just it, They're just really great at what they do. So they're going to be a tough out. I think they're going to be the one seed. A lot of people think Houston will be the one seed and get Kansas City in the round of the Sweet 16. I don't. I think KU is going to get the red carpet the whole way. I think they'll go to Des Moines for their first two games, Kansas City for their second two. A lot of K-State fans out there dreaming of getting Kansas City. It is possible in only one scenario. Kansas State can get to Kansas City in only one scenario, and that is if they are the two seed in the Midwest and somebody other than Kansas is the one. Like if Houston does get the one seed in the Midwest and they send Kansas West or somewhere else, then Kansas State could be the two-seed and play at T-Mobile Center. That's possible. I don't think it's likely. I think KU is defending champs as not tied for winning, but as clear winner of the best conference in all of college basketball. I think they're the, I think they get the 1-1 overall by the time it's all said and done. I think they get the number one seed overall. They go to Des Moines, Kansas City, K-State gets shipped out. I'll predict Denver and Las Vegas for Kansas State. Denver in the first and second rounds and Las Vegas in the West if they make it to the Sweet 16. Missouri is a total crapshoot. Missouri's a total crapshoot, but man, they just keep winning. They still get projected around the nine seed, and you just don't know where you're going or what it's going to be. It could be anywhere in the country with very little favoritism. They love to do good things for the one seeds and the two seeds. Kansas State is no lock for a two seed. Right now, they're a two seed. I, they're no lock for that. My prediction is they will wind up being a three seed, and I base that mostly on the fact that I think they're going to lose to West Virginia Saturday. First, let's address each of their games. Kansas State played on Wednesday night, and they were just brilliant. There is no other word. They're tied 25-all, and then between the way they finish the first half and start the second half, it's a 28-8 run, 
And I don't ever remember in my life watching a Kansas State basketball game where they dunked the ball so many times. I mean, they just dunked it. And they passed the ball behind their back and between their legs and blind passes and no-look passes. And all. Marquise Noel was spectacular. His 10th double-double. Here's what K-State and Missouri have this year. They both have historic players having historic seasons. Marquise Noel got his 10th double-double of scoring and assists. In the last 25 years, the most any point guard ever had, and there's been some good ones, Clemente, Pullen, there's been some good point guards at Kansas State. They've had good, very good point guards at Kansas State over the last 25 years. At times, very good ones. Pro Guys that went pro, went and made money, big money. The most anyone ever had in a season was two double-doubles. That's scoring and assist 10 points or more. Marquise Noel just did it for the 10th time. Marquise Noel has set a Kansas State record for assists in a season, and he is putting that record to bed. With each game, he is just obliterate. It's going to sit there forever. They're not going to find anybody to get assists like Marquise Noel is. He has turned from, in the last month, score to assist king. They're like, okay, they're, they're putting a tall guy on you, so you can't make threes. So he said, great, I'll pass first. He's now assist first before scoring. It was the other way around earlier this season. And Kansas State is, I'm going to say it, I know everybody loves Marquise Noel. They love him making threes and driving the basket. Kansas State is better when he's piling up assists than they are when he's scoring. I would rather have 12 assists for Marquise Noel than 12 points. That's a no-brainer. You can just do the simple math on something like that. But right now, K-State is the two-seed in the Big 12. They're 23-7. and seven. They're 11-6 and six in the Big 12. They're at West Virginia Saturday, and I think that's trouble. I think West Virginia's playing better. I think Kansas State's Achilles heel, uh, as is the case with so many teams that can run and score and be spectacular, which they have been at home. They're brilliant and spectacular at home. Kansas State has struggled on the road at times. We'll see how it looks at neutral site at T-Mobile Center and then the NCAA tournament. But the one thing you dread is that big, physical, defensive, and rebounding team, and that's what West Virginia is. And I think that's going to be really tough for Kansas State on Saturday at West Virginia. I will go West Virginia winning that game. They need it to get in the NCAA tournament. They can probably get in with a win over Kansas State. So that becomes problematic then for K-State. And I think the short-term goal for Kansas State, and I've heard this, this is really interesting this year, K-State doesn't really want to play KU again. So they don't want to be the four seed at Sprint Center or T-Mobile Center. They'd rather be the two or the three. If Kansas State wins, they're the two. They win the tiebreaker with Texas and, and Baylor. So they, they'll be the two seed, and they'll take that. That means the only way they'd play Kansas would be in the championship game, and anybody would welcome that at T-Mobile Center. The funny thing is my wife and a couple of other people that I know they are KU fans, they don't want to play K-State again. I think that's a little odd. I'm not sure why. They just don't want to play K-State again. That is the first sign that we could actually have a budding rivalry here, that you've gotten the attention of Kansas fans. That's hard to do. It is very hard to get the attention of Kansas fans. They don't really look at other teams very much. They like looking at their team, and that's that. So why wouldn't you? It's like the Chiefs. Really? Are we going to sit here all offseason and talk about what the Chargers and Raiders and Broncos are doing? Probably not. I did too much of it last year. Here's what doesn't matter. The Chiefs have Mahomes and Andy Reid. They're the Chiefs. They're going to win the division. That's that. Unless there's an injury, something devastating, they're going to win it. And I think Kansas fans are the same way. I don't blame them. But this could be interesting. We'll see what happens on Saturday. Kansas State can wrap up the two seed 
in the Big 12 tournament with a win at West Virginia. I just don't like their chances of winning that game. Kansas-Texas game's a toss-up. I think Baylor beats Iowa State. Uh, Grill, the leading three-point shooter, has been kicked off the Iowa State team. So they're, he's gone. I, Iowa State had a good season going, and they're just circling the drain at this point. And I think Baylor pounds them on Saturday, and Baylor gets to 12-6. Uh, and six. Kansas State will have to win a game to get to 12-6 and six and be the two-seed. We'll see how that plays out. But a, a, just a spectacular, brilliant performance by K-State on Wednesday night. Unthinkable performance. When Jerome Tang had been there for two months and hadn't signed a player yet and had two guys on his roster, unthinkable where they are right now. Missouri unthinkable at, at a slightly lower level, but not much. Record-wise, it's pretty much the same. The resumes just are different because the conferences are different and the schedules were different. For Missouri, Missouri took 14 more shots than LSU on Wednesday night and had eight fewer turnovers. They outscored LSU 22-7 to in fast break points. That's it, folks. That's the ball game. That's basketball in a nutshell. You take 14 more shots than your opponent. You turn it over eight fewer times. There's a bunch of them right there. There's eight of the 14 right there. And you win fast break points by 15, you're probably going to win. Missouri was behind all night. Got their first lead at 137 left in the game to improve to 22-8, and 10-7 and seven in the SEC. Missouri wins this game. Des Moines Hodge is the record-setting player this year. I mean, Wednesday night, what do you want? 23 points, five three-pointers, and five steals to set a Missouri record 78 steals on the season. He's got a game to go. He gets to improve on that. Again, record-breaking players at Missouri and Kansas State. We're watching season records fall. I don't know anybody would have predicted this for Dennis Gates or Jerome Tang for Mizzou or K-State. I, nobody saw this coming. They were all The fan bases were excited. They liked their new coaches. Everything was good. Nobody saw these guys going out and getting a bunch of transfers. I mean, my God, the, the, the K-State, we'll see what Missouri looks like on Saturday. They'll host Ole Miss at Mizzou Arena. K-State, they lined them up. It looked like they had eight seniors last night, and I hadn't heard of half of them. They got seniors on the bench that aren't even playing that they transferred in. Guys from Hofstra. Hey, we got a transfer from Hofstra. It's senior night. He, he wasn't even long enough. He wasn't even there long enough to get a cup of coffee, for crying out loud. You order a deep dish pizza and your season's over. Your career's over. It was senior night for deep dish pizza guys. They ordered a deep dish pizza when they arrived in Manhattan. They still don't have it yet. And they're gone. But it worked. It worked for one glorious season. It's been spectacular for Mizzou and for Kansas State. Missouri, we talked about this run-out schedule. Four, the final four games against lesser teams win them all. They've won three. They got Ole Miss Saturday. They're going to win that game too. Missouri's going to finish the regular season 23-8, and 11-7. and seven. That is spectacular for year one for Gates. I mean, just spectacular. Here's what I really loved about Missouri's win on Wednesday night. The last 221 of the game, Missouri did not allow a field goal. LSU scored two free throws in the final 221, and that was it. Missouri took the lead with a minute 37 to go. Des Moines Hodge was just fantastic in this game. Way to go, Mizzou. This is so fun. It really, truly is so fun that this is happening for these teams. All right, some really interesting NFL news coming up, brought to you by 360 Document Solutions, online at 360documentsolutions.com. It's a consultant for your business. Basically, it's a free service to call 360 Document Solutions, say, hey, come take a look at our technology here. Whether it's IT, whether it's just your copiers and printers, simple stuff that you've had forever, come look at it. See what we've got here. Is there something you can do better for us when it comes to our doc technology? That's what it's all about, 360documentsolutions.com. Back9 Development, 
is a custom developer. If you've got or know somebody that has some property that they'd like to develop or want to put together an investment group or speak with investors about doing something really cool, Back9 Development is somebody you should meet with and see if there's a little, what's the old police term? I like that. The, the band, not the police police. The band. The, see if there's some synchronicity here between you, right? Synchronicity between you and Back9 Development. You're going to love TJ Vilkansky. He's a great dude. Well, he's locked in on his work now. All right, uh, once, once you get him locked in, he's that guy. Most of our sponsors are like that. They run businesses that they are just locked in on their business, not 24-7. It's not that they don't love and pay attention to their family and have other pursuits. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they're just dedicated every single day to being the best they can possibly be, and that's TJ. That, that is TJ in a nutshell. Uh, give him a call. If you're thinking about building a house, if you've got some land, somewhere that you want to build a, a, a special property on, or if you've got something you'd like to develop, I've mentioned this many times, people are prospecting right now downtown, looking at things they can buy downtown to build around where the Royals are going to build a stadium. If that's you, if you've got people together that are thinking about buying something and develop, call TJ, just see if it fits. See if he fits with you. 785-236-0161, back9development.com. And, of course, my friend Doug Horn over at Horn Law, if you've been involved in an accident. And we had one in our family. My daughter was in an accident many, many years ago in her freshman year in college, and it was the scariest time of our lives because she was so far away as they were rushing her to the hospital, and we just didn't know, and we didn't know where to turn. And I didn't know Doug then. I wish I had known Doug then. Um, we won't really get into my case or our case, wouldn't be fair, to my family and to my daughter because it's a very personal and private matter. And when it happens to you or someone you know that you love, please let him know about Doug Horn. Let him know that he's not that guy that beats his chest and jumps up and down and screams and is, no, he's just a pro. He's been doing it 32 years. He's based in Independence. They also cover all cases in Kansas, whether it is simply dealing with an insurance company for a driver that hit you, he can help you, or for crying out loud, if you've got an injury or in any way feel like you were injured in a, in a tough wreck, Contact Doug Horn at Horn Law. He'll speak with you personally, absolutely free. It's a free consultation. Just call him and say, here's what's going on. What should I do? And sometimes he'll just guide you and say, hey, you can handle this on your own. Here's what you need to do. You know, there's no injury here or something like, you know, but if there's an injury, especially to get that proper medical evaluation, very important. 816-795-7500. It's Doug Horn at hornlaw.com. That's hornlaw.com, H-O-R-N. Highly rated and reviewed, 32 years of service. This guy is the pro. It's, that's all I can tell you is he's the pro. This is something that you want. Like if you're on an airplane, you want your pilot to be a pro. When you go to the doctor, you want them to be a pro. You just don't want somebody outlandish and flamboyant. You just want them to be a, a pro. That's Doug Horn. You talk to Doug Horn, you're going to know this guy is a pro. That's what you want. Hornlaw.com. All right, an interesting survey came out from the NFLPA yesterday. And I did this on the patron podcast. One of the things we love about the patron podcast is when there's breaking news or things happen, I do it immediately. But I had other stories in front of this on the patron podcast. And I told the patrons, look, I'm going to repeat some of this tomorrow on the regular podcast. So you're getting bonus content here that the patrons got, but you should still sign up as a patron to get all the good stuff that we do there. I get emails all the time. They say, why haven't you done this story? Oh, I did it on a patron podcast. Why haven't you talked about this? Oh, I was on a patron podcast. So it's out there. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about. Yesterday on the Patron Podcast, we talked about Overland Park being ranked as one of the happiest cities in America. Randy Weingarten melting down the president of the teachers' union 
and the PGA Tour changing its rules. Today on the Patron Podcast, we'll have Danny Klinkscale joining us, and we'll lock in on college basketball, Royals, and golf. We'll do all sports there. So if you want to get those Patron Podcasts, just go to kkasissues.com, click on Become a Patron, and sign up. The NFLPA has put out a free agency ranking guide. The NFLPA is the players' union for the NFL players. And this is, if you're a free agent, here's some information. Consider this about all teams. And what does it say about all teams? It says, these are, we, we polled 1,300 players around the league anonymously, and they rated their team in eight different categories, like training facilities, locker rooms, staff, food, nutrition, family, travel, all these things. They rate them. And the NFLPA puts the rankings out there for players that are considering going from one team to another. It's saying it's not always about money. You might want to go where you're treated well. This is perfectly great work on behalf of the union. This is the union improving conditions for all players, basically by embarrassing some teams for being at the bottom of the list. And guess who's at the bottom of the list for the way they treat players? The Kansas City Chiefs. They're not 32. They're number 29. That's bad. That's bad. The owner ranks number 27. Chiefs players were asked, do you believe that your owner will invest in facilities and structures and things for players? And he rated uh, fifth from the bottom in the NFL by players believing that their owner would spend money on them. <laughs> it's kind of funny, really. Overall rankings, I mentioned the Chiefs were 29. Number one, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Vikings. Number two, Miami Dolphins. Number three, Las Vegas Raiders. And I simply asked the question, when was the last time any of those teams won a playoff game? Here's my philosophy on football. Football coaching is different than other sports. Football is military. The people in charge are the people in charge, and the people playing are the soldiers. There are exceptions to that rule. If you're Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Frank Clark, there are others. Nick Bolton probably at some point. Chiefs players complain that they're only one of six teams that some players, not all, some players on the road have to share rooms. They have roommates, two players in a room. That ain't Mahomes, that ain't Kelsey, that ain't Chris Jones. You can go down the roster and figure out who's getting roomed up together. But if you take the bottom 16 guys on the roster and pair them up, that's eight rooms instead of 16 to save you eight rooms. This is what the Chiefs do. That's why they think their owner is cheap. They also complain on travel that there are not enough business class or first class seats on the plane. The Chiefs charter through United. It's a jumbo jet. There's a lot of players on the team. Andy and his staff fill up first class. Players get nice business class seats, the good ones, Mahomes and whatnot. And then there's other guys on the team that are just back there and coach, and they don't like it. For example, the New England Patriots have their own jet that the owner customized, and it's all first class seating. The Chiefs know this. This gets around the league. So they rate low in a lot of areas. Their training facilities, uh, this is the medical facilities, rate low, which is amazing. The University of Kansas Health Center is all over this, and they brag what a great job they do. The training staff gets high remarks, but Rick Burkhalter, the, the head of athletic training for the Chiefs, gets very low marks. The players don't like him. Guess who does like him? Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Chris Jones, Frank Clark. You catching my drift here? You're at the bottom of the roster, you go in and say you're aching and you're barking and you don't feel good and you want medical treatment and Burkholder plays bad cop for Andy Reid. He lets you have it and he reminds you, you know, you don't have to be on this team. This is what you do in football. You remind the bottom 20 guys frequently, we can trade you out for someone. 
If you're going to be in this training room all day and complain of injuries all the time, they'll find, you know, Andy's going to find somebody else. That way, Andy doesn't have to say it. I know how this works. I've been around it. The head athletic trainer reminds the lower guys on the roster, if you keep coming in here and complaining about injuries or treatment or whatever, they're, they're going to know. I have to give him a report every day of who comes in here. You don't want to come in here. Basically, what the training staff does is they discourage the lesser players from coming in at all and then treat Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Frank Clark like the rock stars they are. That's how this works. That's just how it works. So the Chiefs are doing it old school. I can actually see a positive in this rating. The Chiefs bookended Super Bowl trophies between this survey. The survey was the 2021 season into the spring of 2022. So it's a year old. The Chiefs bookended this thing with championship trophies. And I'm old school. I believe that you should be tough on your players. And it should be, we're in charge and you're not. You go play football. And I believe, as I've softened through the years, that you ought to treat your star players differently than you treat the last guy on the roster. I believe that. I think the Chiefs are the embodiment of that. But here's what's shocking about this for the Chiefs. Eight areas rated. Of the eight areas rated, the Chiefs got the Chiefs players gave them four, well, they grayed out based on the survey, four Ds and an F. The Ds are nutrition, training room, training staff, and locker room facilities. The F is travel. The Chiefs believe their travel is the worst of anyone. I can make another argument. As the head coach, the last thing you want to do is pamper your players when you're getting ready to go play on the road. That's when I need them angry, mad, you know, hardened. Is it a small thing, a tiny airplane seat, or sharing a room with a guy? You know what? If the bottom part of my roster, my special teams guys, are pissed because they had to share rooms, I want them in Vegas upset about that when they go play football. I'm good with that. There's a method to this. I'm not sure any of it's going to change because this survey came out. But boy, did the Chiefs look bad in the NFLPA's free agent survey of player experiences almost at the bottom. Woo-wee. But they got two Super Bowl trophies around that survey to bookend that baby. Hey, thanks for listening to KKHI. Now over 26,000 daily subscribers. We love that. Our numbers keep growing. They are amazing. We got a lot of people during the Chiefs playoff run that came in. And now the numbers are just, they're continuing to grow in the aftermath of that. We're so blessed. That certainly helped business. The Chiefs were winning and people were listening to podcasts. Thank you for being here. So many of you are here every single day. Greatly appreciate that. Tell your friends about it. Have them hit the like, follow, or subscribe button. That is absolutely free. If you're interested in joining the KK List, go to the KKList.com. We can list your business on there for you. If you're a great conservative business and you listen to this podcast, if you want to be on there, go to the KKList.com. Click on Join the List, and we'll get the information from you and get you up on the list. We'd love to have you jump on board in any way you think might be beneficial to you or your business. This is a family. Kevin Keatsman has issues. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!